0: Good morning. Good morning. It was a man. <laughs> it not was a cat. the man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the podcast chat woke him up? No, I think the time. Time to get up. Yeah. yeah, he naturally gets up around now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. to love in the time of corona with me kate checker so this week i wanted to continue on the theme of platonic love platonic actually comes from the greek philosopher plato which means to be intimate and affectionate without being sexual i want to explore what platonic love looks like when you live together especially now when you are on lockdown with one another maybe you found this time has strengthened your bond with your housemates or perhaps it has caused some frustrations first part of today's episode features conversations between Lily at the Anorki tribe and her housemate Ruta. They talk about the struggles of your imagination running wild with thoughts about people who aren't there. They have lots of recommendations for staying grounded and present in the moment and taking care. In the second part I interview my quarantine housemate Liliana and discuss how our friendship is involved during these times. I hope you enjoy it. and as always stay safe and sane. and take.
1: today i feel quite fine uh the morning started of me rushing to the library i mean the libraries are closed but the wi-fi's are open yeah because our wi-fi at home is shit we have to mention this yeah
2: so we normally used to go to the library to upload stuff like the podcast yeah. or the videos.
1: Thank God it's not so far away. It's like three minutes away, and they didn't shut down the Wi-Fi. Yeah, the essential. Hopefully, <laughs> they won't do that. So you
2: went to library to upload the um, your YouTube uh, blog from yesterday.
1: Yes, yes, I did. I finished editing yesterday. Also, I tried to upload it here, and it like it uploaded three percent for in one hour. Yeah. <laughs> so you can imagine like our intern, but anyways.
2: i think germany still has to catch up on that one i have a friend working in that area Mm. they're doing their best i hope
1: (laughs) yeah so i was like sitting like i don't know like a hacker with a a hoodie on you know like a in front of the library yeah in front of the library. yeah because you cannot go inside the library but you know like i was just like kneeling next to the library and people were passing by and like thinking like what the heck is she doing with a laptop in the middle of the day near the library but I mean I don't care
2: (laughs) yeah how do they say unconventional times call for unconventional measures (laughs) yeah
1: yeah and then I had like very chill day like I read I haven't done yoga though oh you're doing yoga with Adrian every day right yeah every single day since uh, January 1st my goal is to do this for at least a year. Mm-hmm. Last year I did it like for a half a year every single day. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, you can actually like uh, go in on her website and she does every single day like a monthly calendar mm. and you can like follow her on YouTube and do. How about your yoga?
2: I did yoga this morning. I use Moves so I have an account and they have very good videos. I love yoga with Adrian too. Mm. Um, she's amazing. And then sometimes I do it for myself but it's nice to take some classes even online so that I don't have to think about a routine or a sequence and I can just mm-hmm. basically follow the teacher and what I like on all alo moves is that they have that most of their classes are pretty advanced like you can even look for beginner classes But sometimes even those, I'm like, okay, I think some beginners in my classes, uh, like this would be too much. Oh, wow. So this morning I did a very moderate class. But yeah, actually I woke up, I did some breath work first thing in the morning, Mm -hmm. uh, which felt really nice to get like fresh oxygen into my lungs, you know, and Mm -hmm. to like waken up the brain. I didn't sleep very well. Mm -hmm. I woke up at like 4 a.m. and I don't know why, but suddenly I was thinking about my brother who was stuck in South Africa. Well, he's not stuck. He's visiting his girlfriend um, who's studying there. And he's there with her family. So everything is fine. But then suddenly I was thinking, like, what if he can't come back? What if they start rioting? And I started to think about all these, like, uh, end-of-the-world uh, apocalypse zombie movies that <laughs> I have watched since I'm young. And I started to become really scared, I don't know, for my brother and... And everything. And I I got up and like I locked the door just in case. And I went back to bed and then I thought like, wow, Lydia, what is happening? And, you know, as a yoga and a meditation teacher, I have so many tools at hand. But the thing is like I actually have to use them. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And sometimes you get caught up in your own thoughts for so long that it's really difficult to actually get yourself out of there. Like, you know, sometimes like take your body, shake yourself and be like, okay, wake up. And so I think the first thing to do is like to stop engaging in these thoughts because it's just my imagination, mm-hmm. and I'm not excluding that there's gonna be a zombie apocalypse one day, but I don't <laughs> think that now is the time. So I kind of thought, okay, I'm gonna stop thinking about all these horror moments that might happen and don't engage with with the thoughts anymore, and then bring the awareness back to the physical body and actually like feeling into the body and notice where the tension is taking place in the physical body like sometimes we can feel it in the chest or in the heart or Mm. in the stomach area so I was feeling into my body and then breathing deeply and kind of releasing that physical tension that I was holding and especially when we're exhaling for longer than inhaling, like ideally the double amount, for example, mm-hmm. this relaxes the parasympathetic nervous system and brings us in the rest and digest mode away from the fight and flight mode, you know? Right. And I was doing it and I think at some point I fell asleep again. Mm. And I mean, so I think this was a very good mechanism to like let go of the thoughts, then Focus on the physical body, breathe deeply, and if then you're not already relaxed or falling asleep, there's always a possibility to include some meta, some, some love or trust in the universe that everything yeah. is going to be okay, some gratitude for all the things that are going well right now, actually. And the thing is, like, the sad feeling or the anxiety might still be there in the background, like we cannot repress it. Even if mm. we repress it, it's still gonna be there. But knowing, okay, there is a bit of fear, but I will still breathe. I will still continue with my task and and not let me, you know, be be totally frozen
1: uh, by this. Yeah, sometimes thoughts can be like your worst enemy. Totally. Like uh, I used to as well catch myself in very like downward spiral with negative thinking Mm. but I as well now meditate every single day at least for 10 minutes I'm guided and even though if I reach at least a second of not thinking Mm -hmm. it's like a huge uh, award for me uh, to be completely aware of your thoughts and I usually what I do is like when I see like not see but like when i think something even it's not negative but like mm-hmm. when you're meditating you want to be very uh relaxed you want to be always in control of your body and you're uh, in control of your breath and be super super aware of that of all of external things and as well what's get is inside of you uh but without thinking so what i do i basically sometimes i catch myself like talking to myself into yeah. to those thoughts but i'm talking to the thought like hey thought i know that you're here mm-hmm. you're not bad or good but please go away i want to be mm-hmm. i want to meditate so this is like differently how other people's brains are working yeah and for me uh, i haven't been aware of not spirituality but like of meditation that you can relax your thoughts that you can even eliminate them and be one with your body. Just recently, like a couple years ago, I realized that I can do that, but before that I was completely overwhelmed with my thoughts.
2: How did that happen the moment uh, that you realized you can be present only in your body? Was it through dancing?
1: Um, maybe, like I cannot actually pinpoint exact huh. exact moment. Maybe I started reading books as well about it, I, I'm really into YouTube videos. So maybe somebody just uh, explained about meditation. Then my friends started going to Vipassanas and just naturally start, started being interested in it. Mm. But I mean, becoming I'm, more,
2: more aware of the topic yeah, itself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And all of those Instagrammers, but they are like good Instagram people that show as well a good practice how to be aware I
2: remember when we met a couple of years ago you were saying at some point yeah you're not really into yoga and you started doing the yoga with Adrian yeah and now you said you did it for half a year every single day which I think is pretty amazing I don't think I've done that ever I Mm. mean there are days where I don't know you're busy, or you're tired, or you're sick, but you did it even then, no? That's pretty yeah. awesome.
1: I mean, it's, it's Yoga with Adrian's videos, they are very, like, there's a whole spectrum of them. Uh, some of them, they are five minutes long. Mm. Some of them, they are one hour long. Um, but I always use the calendar as my guidance. But yeah, I think maybe yoga as well made me a little bit cautious about being, because Yoga with Adrian she really, Cannot stress more about being very aware of your body while you're doing moves. Mm-hmm. Like how imagine like how you're going from the sitting to the all fours. You know how your hands are touching your yoga mat. You know all of the sentence. Like I wasn't aware of that, mm-hmm. and just probably through her, I started being more aware of that, and then I can realize, oh, I'm in the moment. Wow, it's it's so nice, oh, yeah. such a nice yeah. feeling, but you know maybe I still, uh, my mind is still not there, you know, like um, when I can tell that I'm in the present and uh, meditation, is this like uh, something separate or something at the same time, you know, so. I think mm -hmm. the the beauty probably
2: of, let's even not call it meditation, but mindfulness, because mindfulness Mm. is such a nice word, but being mindful of every single step, and I think cooking would be a good example to try it when you're cooking and you're just every moment you're focused on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're looking at the colors of the food, you're touching the texture, you're feeling it, you're smelling it, you're thinking about the, what you're doing right now, that you're cutting and just being so present instead of, you know, cooking and thinking about a thousand other things or doing yeah. a thousand other things at the same time. I used to listen to podcasts, for example, while cooking. But, um, yeah, sometimes it's also the older you get, you your focus kind of tends to narrow down and you're not able to, <laughs> maybe. to do things at the same time. Yeah,
1: uh, Next time I would like to as well try this, what she said about the cooking and the other thing, the other step could be mindful eating. Yeah. I think it's so important because I, I see people eating while watching. I just came back from dinner. I just watched The Office. Yeah. And uh or you know i see people just reading being on their phones uh watching something uh on the computer you know and like they just don't see what they're putting in their mouse it's just like so automatic that it's like as well a bit sad maybe
2: yeah i know i i do it a lot mm-hmm. because it's the moment where i think like oh no it's like my me time off yeah <laughs> but then i also feel like i inhale my food i probably don't even chew properly because i'm not thinking about the food i'm actually thinking about whatever i'm watching
1: mm-hmm. or am not
2: even thinking you know i'm just like completely absorbed absorbed by yeah. something else so yeah definitely
1: mindful eating yeah and then you realize oh damn where's my food going? <laughs> i don't even experience like eating yeah then you're putting like so much time into cooking <laughs> and then you're just eating like you know you're not even savoring it yeah, and I'm
2: enjoying it
1: as much. I would like to try that. I remember I used to put the timer for 20 minutes and mm. eat it because... My it.
2: meditation teacher was doing the same. Really? He would always <laughs> put a timer and there was a... I don't know how many minutes and every time the gong would appear, it kind of reminded you to come back. Mm-hmm. So even if you eat, then you get lost in thought and then you hear the, the timer, the gong, and then you come
1: back wow. to mindful eating. Being mindful of like probably colors like how crunchy the salad leaf is yeah or like how squishy the tomato
2: (laughs) (laughs) and yeah maybe it's especially that's what i was thinking about the tonight as well like i'm so worried about my brother but i should not think about what could happen in four weeks but like be in the moment yeah it doesn't mean that we don't we cannot plan stuff in the future right but just not getting ahead of 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 time and be worried about things that are not even reality right now
1: yeah you remind me these words remind me of what i just finished reading like last last week I finished reading Eckhart Tolle's uh, A New Earth mm-hmm. and he's like always uh, talking about being in the present always be present if you're not in the present and that's not you that's your ego so Yeah, I think now, maybe now it would be nice for everyone to read Hall's Mm -hmm. A New Earth, you know, because we're kind of creating a new earth right now with all of the coronavirus, you know, after coronavirus won't be the same, you know, and probably we need to stay sane and, you know, be present. And for now, I think we, we should really focus what's in the moment
2: but it's yeah it's I think that's a beautiful ending to today's recording in a way that we're creating a new earth and it's actually in our hands to choose how this new earth is going to look like exactly I thought that today we'll share a bit of positive things that have happened during the past two days. Yeah, so maybe is there something that you really enjoyed the last couple of days, Ruta, that you did because of Corona?
1: Yeah, I really enjoy going out for solo walks in the sun and, like, try to find uh, find parks. Uh, or, you know, go, go out because I never, like, got out from our, like, district and, like, I just knew some like random parks that are near, but I never went deeper in like little streets. I never went there, so I, that's what I'm doing is I'm like exploring without GPS too. Mm-hmm. So I just like before going out, I just check, okay, here is the park, I can maybe get this as a goal. So try to find to which, at least which direction I should go and see if I can find a park. So. I was really enjoying just having these walking meditation too. like to, I just now came back from a long walk and I was so in the present mm. and I was so, so happy. I forgot everything was happening in the world for a, for a bit. Uh, I was literally walking and feeling how my feet are feeling when I hit the, the ground. Feeling the sun rays, uh, the warmth of the sun rays, like smiling to people who are go- going, passing by. And on Friday, I had conference call with my friends uh, who are stuck in quarantine in, in Lithuania. So those are my long-term friends that I left when I <laughs> came to Berlin. So it was really nice to reconnect with them and like we mm. were making ev- everyone feeling happy and fun and like we made ourselves drinks and mm-hmm. then we like, like always uh, did like a post Mm-hmm. Uh, or toast and like we always like hit the camera and said chin chin thank you for <laughs> coming chin chin <laughs> it's so, like the video that's, mm-hmm. exactly that was our like it was so fun yes oh, that, that sounds really really nice they were really curious how everything is happening here in berlin because they, they know how it's in lithuania and i'm as well uh, what is happening there so they were really surprised yeah and what did you do
2: So I would like to share that I think it was last Saturday or Sunday, uh, we were sitting in the kitchen and then I wrote a paper where we said, okay, if somebody needs help from the apartment, they should let us know if somebody needs grocery shopping or stuff like this. And I put this downstairs and I also wrote a similar letter for the elder lady that lives in our building. And then for a couple of days, nothing happened. And then on Thursday, the elderly lady called me and thanked me in tears, like she started crying several times because she had been really afraid like what to do if we have a real lockdown or if she cannot go or if she should not go outside to the supermarket. Until now her son had been taking care of her but he would probably undergo operation soon and she was really scared that then there's nobody who's gonna help her. And I reassured her and I said like that we're here and whatever happens we can help her and she can always call us and, and she was so 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 thankful and it really warmed my heart and and I thought like, okay, it was really good that we put the letter in, in, mm. in her mailbox, even if she wouldn't have needed the help. It's just good to, to reach out. And it's also the first time I really talked to her. And then that already kind of made me feel like very grateful. And then like two hours later, I got another phone call from another neighbor in the building who is a single mother and she mentioned that she has to work from home and her kid is at home the whole time he's really young he's like three years old more or less she she just can't do it all she cannot like go to the supermarket she cannot take a shower without the kid also being worried the kid doesn't understand why he's not going to the kindergarten anymore he doesn't understand why he's not able to play with his friends I mean she mentioned that the kindergarten is like really far away and so that. It's also not possible to meet people that go to his kindergarten group. So then yesterday, me and the other roommate, Ludmila, we went to see the neighbor and had a coffee with her. Because it turns out she's Spanish. And then our other roommate, Ludmila, is from Argentina. And I grew up in Spain, so I speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. And then and the little boy, he speaks German and Spanish. And then they came to our apartment. And we agreed that now in the next days, for like two hours per day, we will take care of him a little bit. So he can come here and we can play. We can make waffles will we already thought about so many things we could do with mm-hmm. them and yeah like it's the first time we actually went to have a coffee with a neighbor first of all you know and i thought like okay like we are stuck uh, in here basically we can go for a walk but like she has to work and her company won't give her holidays they said they can put her on unpaid leave but she needs the money yeah like uh i think that's difficult
1: mm-hmm.
2: And, and I feel in a way also very grateful that we connected now and that we can be of help and now the kid is going to come in like 20 minutes for yeah, the first time. I'm actually
1: time. really waiting for it. Like, I I want to play with kids. I haven't played in a while.
2: Yeah, like, I don't know, yesterday I also felt like that him and me, we really connected, you know? <laughs> I mean, he's little and I'm not necessarily like a kid's person, but I felt we really connected. And I really, in the evening, I had this moment of... Like, I often guide meditations where I say, like, think of a kid or a dog or an elderly person that you feel unconditional love for. Mm-hmm. And with this kid, I mean, I don't know him, but still, like, I want him to be happy, you know. I want him to be safe. I don't want him to be sad or worried or that he doesn't understand what is happening right now, why his whole life is changing. And, yeah, so that was, that was a really special moment somehow. And, yeah, yeah. so I'm happy about that.
1: Uh, you were speaking about meditation just a couple of sentences ago yes and uh, i knew that you did the meditations mm. uh online so show, yeah uh, sure us how, it, how did it go for you
2: uh that's true as well on friday i had my first online sessions and i was a bit scared also because our internet is so shit, and um I don't know, I've never given a session online, but then, yeah, via Zoom, I had two sessions one in the afternoon and one in the evening with some breath work and mindfulness and also yoni meditation. It went so well. Like, first of all, uh, internet, thank you, it all worked. The microphone was awesome. Lots of people joined that I didn't know. They joined via urban sports. Mm-hmm. And then lots of my friends joined. My mom was there, mm-hmm. my friend's mom was there. Um, My friend was there, many friends uh, from Brussels, you know, from different life stages, some that I worked with, some that I studied with. And I felt somehow on the one hand, this tremendous support from them, Mm -hmm. which felt so amazing. And on the other hand, it was so beautiful that I could share this with them. Because my friend from Brussels, they cannot join my classes here, you know? Yeah, maybe I can send them a meditation, but it was like before the class, we connected a bit, we saw each other on video. A friend of mine shared how it is going in Spain. The other one shared how it's going in Cologne, how it's going here in Berlin, and Brussels. And it was just a beautiful connection among us all. And even the other people from urban sports that we didn't have any connection Mm. with yet, you know? Yeah, I really felt like how this lifted my energy up. And so now I decided I will give a bit more sessions also in the next three days first. Because then it's my birthday, so I want to have mm-hmm. like um, a little bit more time. Yeah, but so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm going to be guiding uh, several sessions, also a little bit of yoga. So I'm really kind of excited and I hope all goes well. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so this is another form. Oh, and then talking about meditations, I just remembered I have another a student of mine actually at my yoga studio, Lena. She is uh, now sharing her own meditations on Instagram and every morning at nine and uh, I joined this morning, the other one I, I watched yesterday uh, evening. And that's so cool. Like, mm. this is really nice. And maybe this is something we could keep up even after after this, you yeah, know? Yeah,
1: and this is some so sort of type of giving to community too, mm-hmm. especially these days, you know, that they need to re- be reassured, you know, they need to calm down. Yeah. Because a lot of people, yes, they are anxious, you know, and like I think breath work and meditation really can... At least ease this.
2: And we're talking so much about our physical health and how we should not touch people and go outside and wash our hands, but we don't speak enough about our emotional and mental health. And maybe we cannot touch or hug people, but maybe we can connect our hearts to each mm-hmm. other and in this way open up and receive and give some love, which is truly needed right now. Yeah,
1: so beautiful.
2: Yeah. And talking about love, uh, I think yesterday we had
1: a nice uh, session. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, yesterday, me, you, and our roommate, Ludmilla, we decided to have a nice party slash dinner (laughs) slash game night. It was so cool. And as well, we connected, shared some thoughts, were really open as well Mm -hmm. as I really liked. And Um, we had the wine and made cocktails. Yeah. And salads, played games, had a lot of candles. Like, it was actually romantic. (laughs) Yeah, true. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I really like, we had this little sharing session where everybody had a couple of minutes where we are just talking about how we're feeling right now. And it also got quite emotional and Mm -hmm. deep and in a way a bit heavy as well. But that was so beautiful. And I think, in a way, this also kind of helps us to connect more with each other yeah yeah so I think this was this was like beautiful um 10 minutes about positivity about connection about love about kindness and compassion and I think this is what we need right now
0: sharing those beautiful recordings of you guys at home. Sounds like you had a really lovely time together and created a really nice space. I too have been doing a lot of yoga with Adrian online. Um, she seems to be coming up in every other conversation I have at the moment. Someone seems to be doing yoga with Adrienne. Um, I'm following her 30-day course that's uh, entitled Home, which makes me a little bit suspicious, like did... Adrian planned this because she knew we were all going to be stuck at home. Because the course went out in January, did Adrian know something that we didn't know? Um, I like her a lot. She's a fun online yoga teacher. She doesn't need any more followers. She's got plenty. Um, But she tells you she's you're like doing a good job, even though she can't see you, which is always fun. Um, I ask her how she's coping with the whole COVID lockdown thing. I, I love it. So, I mean, it's nice to have the time, not to have to rush out and do a job. I mean, I do miss the income, but what can you do? Nobody's got income. I mean, some people do. Yeah. Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> lasting anyone that's still got a job. No, these I'm time, a <laughs> it's a compliment. It's a compliment. It's a Latino compliment. It sounds like an insult. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, this will probably be the last recording you get with me and her. But it's very cute. It's very sweet. It's us laughing a lot. Uh, There's a little interruption at some point. Um, It's quite funny. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Wonderful, amazing, Liliana Velasquez. Here we are, <laughs> and we're in the kitchen. The 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 sanctuary. The sanctuary. The epicenter for all the creativity. Yeah, the kitchen is the heart of the home. Yeah, we've <laughs> been in the kitchen a lot. Well, I mean, the, this kitchen's this kitchen rocks. It's big enough to have a dance party. Sometimes we did dance parties. Yeah, for the radio. this kitchen's had a lot of dance parties. Yeah. Shake up the chakra. Yeah, very nice. Um, So you've been my housemate for the last four weeks. Mm -hmm. I have, Um, but you're only going to be my housemate for one more day. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm returning. I'm going back to the UK. She's going home. Going home. Home sweet home. (laughs) Sometimes that's all we need. Yeah, I think that's one of these. Maybe we can hear the cat in the background playing, or the man, or the man. (laughs) (laughs) could be a cat or or could be a man (laughs) (laughs) those are the two options you decide how did you first meet from your side (laughs) I believe you were entering either my Sunday slips open mic or we are not commused open mic with cupcakes Yeah, or maybe the full moon cabaret with cupcakes Yeah. was I performing at the full moon cabaret no not the full moon cabaret I was like no so you don't remember me performing no The first, I went to Sunday Slips before I ever performed there, I think, Mm -hmm. just to see it. And I remember it was my second ever spot with Sunday Slips.
1: Mm.
0: And I remember I was pacing up and down outside on the street, so shit scared by myself. That's good. That's how we all are. I mean, ideally. So nervous until Verity lovely Verity. was oh, like, get the fuck the inside. Yeah. Open the door, holding her glass of wine, smoking a cigarette and was like, what the hell are you doing? Come inside. And I came in and she was like, do you want to pay and watch? And I said, no, I really want to perform. And she said, we've done the lineup already. And then you came over and you said, I can give you five minutes. No worries. I'll <laughs> put you in. And it was not a good one for me. I did it, maybe two minutes and panicked. That's normal. You ran off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wait, let's just tell the audience one more time how long you've been doing comedy for. Baby. A year. Yeah. And you're in a bit. So that's totally normal. I mean, it's, yeah. I still get so panicky on big stages where I have to take my shoes off and put my feet on the ground. So. Yeah, you yeah. still feel the nerves. Yeah, of course. Depends on where and who and what and mm. working on. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they ever go once I uh, Once I get on stage, I'm on autopilot, but I still always feel the nerves, even on yeah. my own, like even depending on who's, yeah, just, yeah, I don't really lose that, but uh, I hope not to ever lose it. Yeah. You think it's the thing that marks like a healthy? Well, I think I'd be bored when it does get lost and then maybe I'm done with this. Ooh, okay. Right. The nerves are I mean, that's and, like, me. Definitely. Yes. Nerves are, are part of joy as well. Like, I mean, mm. even just being excited to hit a stage is mm. can can be full of nervousness. Mm. So. Ooh. Okay. Um, next question. When did you first feel like we were friends? I don't know. I, I tend to meet a lot of people. and Yeah. Um... I I wouldn't know when exactly that happened. I just always liked you. Mm. You remind me of my sisters. Yeah? Yeah. The younger ones. The ones that are spoiled. (laughs) (laughs) The ones that were raised when my parents were already retired. Not the the first three born, but the last two. Turns out Latinas can't give compliments, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like our first, when I felt like we were friends, was when we drank, those were a caption. Oh, but I think I would have already considered you a friend by then if I was sad and wanted someone to chat with. That was a random Friday because we were supposed to be doing something else, or you thought I was going to cancel or something. I don't remember that far away. I remember drinking with the Shreddy, but... With the glasses of, yeah right? Do you remember that old lady, that yeah, old German course. lady who came to chat to us for... She's my neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, we have to go meet her next week. And you were like, we don't. Yeah. I, like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that is not going to happen. Um, what do you think is different about our relationship now since Corona? I think it's tighter. I mean, it's definitely mm-hmm. we we know so much more about each other. So yeah. When you live with someone, you either accept their their ways and their differences, and you understand it without speaking, or you you distance yourself more. I think, I think we got tighter. Yeah. I mean, we surpassed our little hump of like this is what it's like to live together. Yeah. And we were able to to have clear communication. It took mm. a bit of. Me over-communicating and you hiding, yeah. but uh, that's what happens, and you are, as I am, I communicate a lot. Mm. I, I do tend to over-communicate, um, but hey, I've been on stage my whole life, so I'm not... Uh, sometimes yeah. I put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> 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 like That's how much I communicate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're outspoken. Yeah. You but um, but I think that it's tighter. I feel like like we could read yeah. each other. We could read each other's body language. Um, we understand each other's differences and upbringing, mm. which is really part of being unique and understanding, understanding the people that you love. And care yeah. About. Yeah. Oh, that's Ooh, meow. Uh, what do you think's the thing you're going to miss about me when I'm gone? <laughs> <laughs> the way, anything. The way you walk around the house comfortable and like cute. Oh, I thought you were going to say something like your breakfasts or something. No, that too. I will miss your breakfast. My brunch. But I like the way you walk around the house, like, in in your everyday clothing. (laughs) And by that That I mean everyday (laughs) (laughs) clothing. Um, Yeah, yeah. Just like that nice and comfortableness um, vibe that you have. Oh, that's not... I feel like that's... um... Not what you expected. No, not what I expected (laughs) at all. I thought you... I really thought it was going to be the brunches. Oh, I love the brunches, but I really like more just like when I catch you just kind of being comfortable in your own. I do. I kind of settle in a bit easy and then I become like a cat and just pad around the place. Yeah. And I follow people around as well. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is too much realizations about myself. (laughs) Um... Oh, I yeah. do love the breakfasts don't get me wrong <laughs> <laughs> poached eggs we had mm. a sprouts, so we had a pak choy potatoes avocado, avocado. Oh. Mm. yeah we did some luxury did some nice juices oh yeah yeah we're quite fancy today could be a juice day yeah seven yeah. apple kiwi carrots ginger yeah Okay, let's make a juice after this. Scratch this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, make it live on the... Make it live. (laughs) Ask me some questions. (laughs) Sure, I don't mind being asked questions. (laughs) (laughs) Juice. Juice time. (laughs) Um, Okay, I... I want you to describe me in three words, and then I'm going to describe you in three words. Oh, uh, well, you know how long it took me to come up with one adjective Oh, yeah, yes, that's right. <laughs> I asked you to describe my comedy in one word yesterday at about 4 p.m. And uh, She sort of didn't really say anything. She said, hmm, and then she went back to cooking. I was like, okay, she doesn't want to answer the question. <laughs> so I thought of my own words, sent it to the uh, person that was asking for it. And then... Five hours like later, 9, nine p.m. in the PM, middle of nowhere, at eating dinner, watching TV. Out of nowhere, we're watching. And she suddenly goes <laughs> braided, braided. Yeah, and I was like, "What? What?" I was like, "Braided can be an adjective." And I was like, "What is she talking about?" That she's like, "For your comedy." <laughs> but i was accurate (laughs) it is i think braided is like it's it's my hair and it's like i braid a lot of elements yeah yeah You have you have your race card you have your woman card you have your your only child card you have this um adventurous card traveling you've got the love life it's braided i think it's a really nice way as well it's like a nice way of describing intersectional yeah 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 it took me a long time because I cuz I found it I found it to be so if you want three words I will need a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's just go with braided. One word. And oh, what do I want to say for you? <laughs> oh, this is a tough one. You're not really an easy to sum up person. <laughs> Unexpected. Okay. I don't know. There's no there's no one word because it's too multifaceted. Okay, multifaceted, there you go. <laughs> it's too multifaceted. There you go, that's the word multifaceted. <laughs> so basically she's saying I have multiple personalities. Yeah, you're like fire, but you also can do ice, and you also can do like a lot of softness. But you have very firm boundaries. You have boundaries like a motherfucker. So <laughs>
1: How but I mean, it comes up. with
0: age. People will have people with age are very clear about their boundaries because not life experience. People. Yeah, but majority like usually, the older you get, the more you understand yourself. No, mm. not all people, obviously, because some people don't do the work. But it's like that's why you see older people just say what they think. Do they most I... of the time? Yeah, children and older people. Give zero fucks. <laughs> Children give zero fucks. Yeah, it's the in-between lifespan part. Where you start giving Where cuts. they're like, yeah. Okay. So that's something to look forward to as I age. <laughs> giving zero fucks. Giving zero fucks. I give so You're not fucks. that young, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just, I can't catch a break around here. I, <laughs> okay. As I, I age, that phone. 30-year-old <laughs> woman says. This 30-year-old woman. Yeah, but we all don't mean. Hi. What are you going to get? Do you want thing? some tea? No, you want Coca-Cola. All right. Hey, sexy. Hi. Good morning. Woo! The cat's up. The cat's That's out of the, the bag. Cat. The, cat's, the cat's drinking Coca-Cola from the <laughs> um, Okay. If you could give a gift of anything to me, it can be physical or metaphysical, what would it be? Ooh, if I could give a gift of anything to you. I I would probably, if I was capable of of giving you a gift of anything right now, it would probably be like a big, big like rock, like stone, like a crystal, like something from the earth. (laughs) (laughs) I'd give you a big rock? Hey, look, I'm growing a celery for you. I'd give you a rock. The celery's not for me. You were growing that celery anyway. You'd give me a rock? (laughs) Why not? Rocks are beautiful. Okay, let's like them. a stone, like a stone, yeah. like a crystal, like a like something with energy and grounding that I couldn't even take on the plane home because it would be overweight. <laughs> I'd give you the Rock from Kendall, Miami, <laughs> a date with the Rock. You'd give me a date with the Rock. Yeah, no, <laughs>
3: um,
0: I can't believe you'd give me a rock. <laughs> They're valuable and precious. You could use them for protests. You could use them on your altar. <laughs> you can give me anything in the world I'll give you a rock but like a chosen rock not just any rock like I would go out of my way to find something that weighs at least 22 pounds oh my god I can't believe really, you give me something I couldn't even get even home right now you can mail it You're going to mail me a 22-pound rock. I did it to my mom. You mailed her a 22-pound rock? Yeah, I did. Okay, so this is a gift I might actually should start (laughs) expecting to receive at some point. One day you're going to get a big rock in the post, and the post one's going to be nice. My sister opened the box, and she was like, did you just send Mom a rock? And I was like, yeah. She's like, and my mom opened it, and she was like, this is amazing. I love it. Oh, okay. So, you know, your mom. Yeah. Because I, I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obviously your sister. Who's like, why would you send me a rock? <laughs> and yet that rock, my sister has in that, like a nice area of her house, which is funny because it belongs to my mom. Oh, she's got the rock. Yeah. Oh, rock thief. <laughs> um, What would I give you? I know what I'd give you. I'd give you the ownership of this apartment. Oh, that'd be amazing. I got a weird email today. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I got a weird email. What did it say? I don't know. I have I sent it. I have forwarded it already to people who speak better German. Oh, okay. It was something about the apartment for sure. Um, Yeah, I would give you ownership of this apartment because I think then you could relax more. You'd be less stressed. Yeah, absolutely. If I could own this, but this apartment is never available for ownership. Yeah, but that's why it's a. This is a magical world. A gift I can give you of anything. You gave me a rock that you might actually <laughs> send me in real life. A twenty-two-pound <laughs> rock. I'm giving you your house. Let's see. Oh, we're just checking the email. Yeah, because it's I right, like, no, we're just going to check the emails. So, you know, my German's not that good. I know. Maybe it's an email about my. I think it's about the apartment, but. it Hmm. Or it could be about my visa. I would love it if I could have this apartment forever and ever and ever. That's a yeah. That's why I see that's a good gift. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Final question. You ready? Yes. Where do you see us both in ten years? Oh, well, hopefully on a huge television show or in a movie. In a movie together, or apart, just yeah. in the industry working. Yeah, working real work, not not just okay Netflix touring. specials. I don't see why people use Netflix as the like the, end all be all. It all? weirdly became the weird default in comedy where even anyone who doesn't an open mic for like four times is like, "This is something I'm saving for my Netflix." Special. Well, let's just be clear on that sentence. It is the <laughs> default for people who are younger who seem mm. to think that's. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it's yeah. become like the marker of something. The young people have made it the marker of mm. something new but like, I would like to be in a movie that maybe shows on Netflix but that doesn't have to be filmed for Netflix Right um, I just mean working all the time like commercial work, movie mm. work, television work, radio work, voiceover work just mm. working in the industry Okay. It doesn't have to be one particular mm. program in ten years, maybe Netflix isn't even popular. Maybe there's another similar format that's doing yeah. the same thing. You think Hulu will take over? <laughs> I don't think any of these you names don't know matter. What Hulu is. I know Hulu. Okay. I had Hulu long before. Like I, had, <laughs> I just, like I had Hulu back in the day. I had Hulu before Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, but where? Okay, so you just see us both working. Well, definitely, I definitely see me working. Do you oh. think we'll both still be in Berlin? Oh, well, seven years have passed and I didn't plan on being here, so yeah. Where are you going to go? Oh, I don't know. I just, I just didn't think I was going to live in Berlin this long. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, like well, that. I mean, it all depends on how the Earth continues <laughs> but yeah why would be why would I leave Berlin mm. and you're in between you're in Europe already so you're back and forth I see you yeah. in Berlin I see you in London yeah hopefully you'll be touring with a show in 10 years Aww. that'd be amazing right yeah and you think we'll still be friends <laughs> ideally yeah yeah well you're gonna have to help me raise my baby of course yes that's the one. Is this a pregnancy announcement on a podcast? Right. No, no, it's not. No. She just had her period. Mm. I was witness. It's fine. Um, but if I have a baby. Yeah, I'll help you raise it. Yeah. yeah. So you're trying to be a doula? I will be. Hell yeah. You're going to help me give birth to I'm going to help you give birth. I'll put my hands up in there and pull it out. Ah! <laughs> I just got such a strong vision. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, with that absolutely stunning, stunning image, I think let's let's wrap this let's up. Let's wrap this up. That was Where? 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 <laughs> Oh, that was wild. It's alright, let's stitch her up. Oh, god. <laughs> um yeah, if there is a world left to have babies in. <laughs> Oh, After people will system. always be having babies. Yeah. It's just part of nature. That's a nice way of looking at it. That's true. I think people think it's so planned and it's really I think very difficult to plan it. Yeah, people don't know how difficult it is to even get pregnant until you try. Mm. Then you're like, Well unless you're Puerto Rican. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll cut that <out> maybe. <laughs> unless you're my mother. Who um <laughs> ding, ding. she she That's your she, mother. That's that's my mother calling you in. Uh, she did she did some magic and she got ring very fast um, yeah alright then you've been listening to me and Liliana in the kitchen in Berlin and that will be probably the last one from Berlin you'll hear Ooh, we look forward to hearing more while you're back home in England yeah, yeah. yeah. And interview uh, those locals <laughs> You'd be surprised (laughs) The fucking uh, sticks Um. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah I hope you're all staying safe And washing your hands Wearing your masks Wearing your masks Which is now Official policy In Berlin the UK from Berlin. Um, and I flew out on the 1st of May of all the days. Uh, they were still running flights every other day from Berlin to London and went back. Um, the story of which I can tell you on another episode another time. But as I was on the flight, as the plane was taking off, I got a voice recording from one of my oldest friends, um, my friend Tempest, who I've been friends with since I was six years old, um, since year three in school. And it was a very reassuring voice message to get on the plane, uh, to hear as I was heading home. And so I thought I would share this voice message for you. So this last little surprise bit at the end of the podcast is my friend Tempest, uh, speaking to me, uh, so you can have one of my stories of platonic love of a really long friendship, stretching back 24 years, um, and yeah, I hope you enjoy it, and as always, you can find me, uh, Kate Checker, C-H-E-K-A, at Instagram, on Facebook, on a Twitter that I don't really check. Um, And if you have any stories of love, of any kind that you wish to share, then please send them to me. I would love to hear them. I'd love to play them. Um, Yeah. And wishing you all the best for the rest of the week.
3: So, um, now I wanted to chat about, um, your message about how you're feeling in Berlin and the fact that you were considering maybe coming home the other day. Um, I am assuming you didn't come home, um, but maybe you did. (laughs) Maybe you're in, maybe you're down the road from me as we speak, but I don't think you are. I think you're still in Berlin. Um. And I totally get what your mum and what Tim was saying about you'll be really bored, because you will. But I kind of feel like it sounded to me from your message that you were kind of trying to convince yourself to stay in Berlin um, when you really don't. Need to, I mean, they are absolutely right. Like, you will get bored back here because nothing is open. Like, nothing is open. And especially in Bradford Naven. Like, there's nothing. But, I mean, is that necessarily a... Such a terrible thing. I get that the, the, you'll have to quarantine for two weeks, which will be, that will be really dull, won't it? Not even being able to hang out with your mum. But, um, and it kind of means, like, at the, like, I'm finding the days feel quite... Actually, they don't feel like really long but the days feel very samey I had a um, virtual meeting with my mentor on Tuesday and she was like how was your weekend and it literally took me several seconds to think god what day even is it like I don't know could be the weekend right now I literally wouldn't know and then I couldn't think How was my weekend? It was just the same as every other day for the past, like, several weeks. (laughs) Fine, probably? I don't really know. Um, Weekends aren't really a thing anymore. But, um... But... It's not necessarily a bad thing. I think if you can manage to see things a bit from a, like, well-being perspective... Like, this is what I've been trying to do. I have my up days and my down days, but on the whole, like, I've been trying anyway to see this whole thing as, like, a bit of a well-being break. Like, there is, there's nothing to do, so you can completely rule that out. You can't see anyone, so you can rule that out. You just have to focus on yourself. Um... And I know it's very different for me because I'm living with Gareth, so I've always got, like, a buddy. Um, but, I don't know if it would be such a bad thing, you coming back to Bradford, spending two weeks quarantined, which would be a bit grim, but, like, you could be reading more, um, sleeping um, eating loads, which is just great. Um, watching stuff, doing podcasts and YouTube. So how, how, uh, side note, how do I find you on YouTube? Maybe I just, just type in your name actually, but yeah, what what's the name of your YouTube channel? Tell me that anyway, but you could be doing that stuff. And I know two weeks of, Like doing that stuff for a couple of days is lovely. Two weeks of it gets a little bit uh, intense, but maybe that wouldn't be a bad thing. And versus you being in Berlin and yeah, being able to do some stuff and see some people, but actually not enjoying it, maybe reconsider the coming home thing. And then after two weeks. And surely what would quarantining from your mum look like? Would you, you'd have to literally be in different rooms all the time. Would that mean that you couldn't, what would happen if like you went into the kitchen and cooked something? Would it then have to be like all wiped down and stuff before your mum could go in there? Or could you be doing stuff like, could you both be in the garden two meters apart kind of thing? Hmm be tricky in one house, but how, how would that actually work? Um, and then after two weeks, you'd be able to hang out with your mum, and maybe things will be a little bit more relaxed here. Like this stage of the lockdown is due to end at the end of next week, I think. And then maybe things will get a little bit relaxed. I dunno, but it might mean like, we might be able to go for like walks together even at two metres apart, whatever, but that's not impossible. Yeah, I don't know. Like, my instinct is that it wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing if you came back. It'd be different if you were, like, loving your time in Berlin, but maybe a bit of a break from Berlin would be a good thing. And then if you came back here and got really bored and stir-crazy, it would kind of give you a bit of a fresh perspective on going back to Berlin, perhaps? Make you feel a bit better about being there. But I actually think you might not mind being back here. Especially with the weather being nice. If you could be in the garden and stuff. I think if you start to feel that way again. Maybe think about it differently. I just felt like you were kind of convincing yourself to stay in Berlin. And I know we're different people, obviously. Maybe having lots of time to think wouldn't necessarily be a productive thing for you. I mean, it's not a particularly productive thing for me. Um, note this whole job drama. I don't know. And you could just have, like you could have a non-drinking couple of weeks or not. I've been having a drink every evening. We we did like, an on, there's a little wine shop now in, I don't know if you'd have come across it. It's new, it, oh, it was around at Christmas. I don't know whether you'd have come across it before. But there's a little wine shop in Bradford now called Crew Wines. And it's where Ruby Red was, where Threshers was on Silver Street. Um, but it's like a kind of what they call it, a wine emporium. And it's kind of like a wine loungy thing. You can go in there and have like wine and cheese boards and stuff. But they also sell a load of wine. So they've been doing quite good promotions on like... And they do kind of like fancy-ish wine, you know. They've been doing quite good promotions on it and we've been trying to kind of during this whilst we can where we can we've been trying to kind of support local so ordering stuff from local um, shops they're still delivering and everything so we got a nice delivery from them and we've been drinking like really nice wine every evening highlight of most days anyway um maybe you would come back and have quite a nice time i don't know Maybe I'm just being, oh, maybe I've maybe I've done a really bad thing here. Maybe I'm playing devil's advocate and I'm actually gonna make you, maybe you actually feel quite settled with the decision you've made now and I'm gonna throw everything up in the air. I hope I don't do that. But just wanted to say, it sounded to me a bit like you were trying to convince yourself to stay in Berlin and then you'd had your mum and you'd had Tim saying, yeah, definitely stay, don't come back here. It, it's too boring. But actually, Maybe boring is a good thing, is all I'm saying. Anyway, another really long voice note. Um, So I'm going to send this off. And I'm now going to have another little go. I had a really pathetic try at finding you on YouTube as I was listening to your voice note. might try again, but otherwise, tell me what your YouTube channel is called. Um, Yeah. All right. Speak to you in a bit. Love you lots. Bye.